Hearing voices? I'm hearing voices. You're listening to Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. Well, Election Day is upon us, and this morning on Hearing Voices with Scott Watson, we visit with LaToya Knight, and she's with Vote.org. She's their senior manager for communications. I think the first place I want to start is with trends. What have you noticed the last 10 years about voting? Sure. Well, one a tremendous trend that we've noticed is that more young people are showing up to vote. Uh, you know, this this next generation that uh, has recently turned 18, um, and even, even in the 2020 election, young voters between the ages of 18 and 34 turned out more than any other number they'd had since the 1970s. And so we're just really encouraged that young people are finding the current uh, to want to participate in our democracy. One of the questions that I ha- has been eating at me, and you may or may not know the answer, is this. So many of us when we were in school learned that Election Day is the first Tuesday after the first Monday in November. And yet it seems now that people are able to vote days, weeks, in some cases even months before then. How is that legal? Well, you know, I think that it's just a process of of America really opening up to ensure that everyone has the opportunity to vote. You know, voting voting early, I think, is is definitely a tremendous privilege uh, that many Americans across different states are able to do. You know, with with global travel right now, um, so often people are, you know, going here and there, and they may not uh, be at their place of residence for months on end. And so it's very, very comforting that our democracy is enabling people to still take part in particularly their local elections, right? Um, Just because a person may be traveling abroad or perhaps they're working abroad for a couple of weeks or a couple of months, they still care deeply about what is happening in their local community and they should be afforded that right to participate in that election. If that's the case, should candidates and or major parties move up their debates so that so many people don't vote before debates even take place? That's a very interesting concept. Um, you know, we at Vote.org, we, we are super hopeful that, you know, people are doing their homework. Uh, one of the things that we um, uh, make sure to communicate to uh, the American audience is that people have to make a plan, right? And that plan includes knowing what's on your ballot, making sure that you're doing your research well in advance. Um, debates are only one way, right, for candidates to express, uh, you know, the, the type of work that they want to do, the type of changes that they want to make in a community. Um, There are many other, you know, methods of communicating with the public today. And so we hope that voters are doing their homework. They're going online. They're looking at news stories. They're looking at quotes that that candidate has said. They're looking at that candidate's record. You know, perhaps that candidate uh, was in a previously uh, elected held office. You know, look at that candidate's uh, voting record. Make sure it aligns with your values and what you hope to see uh, in that person once they're elected to that new office they're seeking. Hers is the voice of Latoya Knight, and she's with Vote.org. She's their senior manager of communications, and she joins me this morning on Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. I'm available on Twitter at the Scott J. Watson, and we are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week at whtc.com, also Apple, Google, Spotify, and wherever you access high-quality entertainment. 
So we're siloed. The left listens to MSNBC and to a lesser extent CNN. The right listens to Fox. So much on the news seems polarizing. Does this help or hurt the get out the vote effort? You know, I, I don't know that, that that you or I could answer that question, really. You know, voting voting is so personal, right? Politics is personal. And so I think um, there are a myriad of reasons why an individual, you know, shows up to vote, why they take the time to register to vote, why they take the time to make a plan. For many people, you know, it's about, um, you know, suffrage. Perhaps, you know, they didn't have the right to vote um, in a previous generation or two or three or four. Um, For many people, it's about the future. You know, perhaps they have young children or grandchildren and, you know, that's their motivation to go and vote. Some people, you know, care about, uh, you know, particular issues, whether it be abortion or the environment or crime, inflation, you know, there's so many different reasons. And so, yes, obviously, you know, we're in a very politically charged environment right now where where we have very strong opinions on on both sides. We at Vote.org, you know, we're just encouraged to see people actually participating, right? That's what our democracy is about. If you stay home, if you don't make your voice heard, then, you know, that, that doesn't protect our democracy. The more people that are out voting, the greater our democracy will be. We wind up with Latoya Knighton this morning on Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. She's with Vote.org. I want to ask about that. In your mission statement, it is to be bipartisan or nonpartisan. In this environment, that's got to be nearly impossible. How do you do that? You know, so we do that um, first by just communicating um, the, the facts, the basics vote, right? Um, Regardless if you're registered as a Republican, a Democrat, an independent, um, libertarian, you know, our tool is available to everyone. Um, We we make uh, voting easier by providing the technology where people can go online, they can check their registration no matter what state they're in, they can drop their address in our tool, and we'll tell them whether whether they're registered. Um, in some states, we are even able to, um, folks can go online and request an absentee ballot with our tool. Um, and so that's that's the first thing, that, that we are just about trying to make the process easier for every American to get registered and, and cast their vote. But secondly, we also partner with a myriad of organizations, right? Um, some of those organizations may not be involved in politics at all. They just, they're aligned with our vision and just wanting to see more Americans come out and vote. Other organizations, you know, may have particular issues that they care about. And so they want to make sure that their audience um, has a tool where they can easily go online and vote. We don't turn anyone away, right? So if, if someone's coming to us and they're wanting to use our tool, to help more Americans vote, we're not asking, you know, why are you registering these people or, or trying to get your audience registered or what issue do you care about? We're not asking that. We are simply saying, yes, here's our tool. We hope you're able to get more people registered. And, and, and we think it's important, too, because our view, in our view, democracy isn't partisan, right? We, we're all Americans, whether you're 
your views align with the left or the right or your independent libertarian, whatever party you identify with, you know, whatever uh, culture you identify with, we're all Americans first and foremost. And our democracy affords us that right to make our opinion heard at the ballot box. And so at vote.org, it's not our responsibility to tell an individual or a voter how they should be voting. We just want to make sure that they show up and vote. Election Day is upon us. Go vote. And if you have questions, go to vote.org. LaToya Knighton, thanks for the visit this morning on Hearing Voices. Thank you for having me.